Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. You're very welcome to Friday Afternoon's Late Lunch on LMFM Radio. We have all your regulars on Friday, a TV theme to be identified. We have your comedy sport with David Sheehan a little later on. Some young people singing for Harry Styles. Yes, they are. And Declan Bailey is with us. Apple, a huge launch. They say it's as big as when the iPhone was announced many years ago. All coming up over the next couple of hours. 086-1800-658 by WhatsApp or text gets us on the show here this afternoon. There's only two weeks to go. What am I talking about? Yes, the Legends Golf Tour is coming to Seapoint Golf Club in County Loud between the 22nd and the 25th of June. Pro-Am Wednesday 21st, Celebrity Series Thursday, and then right through to Sunday, the main competition itself. And look at some of the names who are going to be playing. Michael Campbell, Paul Laurie, Ian Woosnam, Paul McGinley, our very own Paul, Andrew Oldcorn. The names go on and on. And one name jumps out at me, and I'll tell you, you got to watch this guy. He's living locally. He is the professional in the K Club and he joins me on the line. Gary Murphy, hello again. Hello, Jerry. How are you? I'm really good. I'll tell you one thing. I will be watching you for sure after your performance in Austria in May. Was that your first time on the tour playing your debut? Yes, it was. It was uh, yeah, it was a great week. I really enjoyed it. It played, played lovely. Didn't know what to expect. I haven't completed for many years. So um, I was delighted to finish seventh here, top ten, which was um, a surprise, but I I kind of got into the flow of things pretty quickly and I played a bit edgy the first round, but mm. I was uh, very good the last two days and delighted with myself. 66, a 6 under there in one of the rounds as well. You were well in contention. So, Gary, may I say you're in good form going into the Legends in Seapoint in two weeks' time and, you, of course, you live uh, locally in Baltray. It's just over the hedge. You know it well. Yeah, I do. I've um, I played there a lot. Obviously, David Carroll is a pro there, a good pal of mine. So, and he has a, a look at my swing here and there. He's he's well worth going to for a lesson. For anyone thinking of uh, improving, and he actually helped me out before I went to Austria. Had a a, uh, a quick half hour with him before I flew out, and he gave me the magic potion for the week. <laughs> so yeah, I'm, I'm you know I've been living in the area for a long time now, and early. Over 20 years, I suppose. I live in Baltray. My wife, Elaine, is, is from Baltray. So it's great that the, the tournament's on, on my doorstep. Um, I played, you know, a lot there over the years. So it's kind of, you know, sometimes local knowledge can kind of go against you. But I'm, I'm really looking forward to the event. It's, it's great to have it down the East Coast. It's been up and down the golf for the last couple of years. And 
you know, as you were saying, there's a few kind of stars from yesteryear playing. Yeah. So it'll be it's a, it's a very relaxed environment. It's it's a lot different to you know an Irish Open where there's a lot of hustle and bustle and stuff, and you can get a lot closer to the action. And you know, hopefully, people can come out and support us and. As always with golf in Ireland, if we can get a bit of decent weather, I think it should be a great few days. Oh yeah, please God, we'll have something like we've had for the last few weeks. And just to remind you, tickets are available, legendstour.com forward slash tickets. That's legendstour.com forward slash tickets. And they're very happy with the way it's going with ticket sales. Uh, But get your tickets now, two weeks time, it's uh, coming in upon us fast. Um, the, the course itself, I was I played the back nine myself last Sunday on it, and uh, my God, the rough is up, and you need to keep her on the, on the short stuff, Gary. Yeah, I think they've uh, they got a bit busy with the fertilizer. I'm I'm not sure if it's <laughs> going to be like that for the tournament. But, um, <laughs> yeah, hopefully they kind of pair it back a little bit. It is, you know, it's it's a it's a great golf course, Sea Point, but it's a difficult golf course. So I think um, the setup uh, is going to be key. Um, you know, because if it gets breezy, which it normally does, it's going to be quite demanding. So mm. you're going to have to play very good golf to be at the business end come Sunday afternoon. But for all those Strictly fans, there's a few uh, few Strictly celebrities playing in the Pro-Am. So um, I certainly won't be doing any dancing, Jerry, but there might be a few dance lessons going on. <laughs> They say you're not bad at the twinkling of the toes, Gary. You know, you've had your moments. But anyway, yeah, strictly, there are stars from entertainment. So we were talking a couple of weeks uh, last week with Ken Doherty, who was here on the show, uh, the wonderful Ronnie Whelan. And there are more besides a lot of celebrities coming. And as you said, Gary, like you had, look at all the starts you had as a professional on the European Tour. I think it was, what, 292 times you played on the European Tour. This is a more, you get closer, it's more relaxed, it's a bit, uh, it's not as pressurised. Is that okay to say that, yeah? Yeah, it is. I, I guess, you know, when it comes late Sunday afternoon for the guys, oh, yeah. and hopefully that'll be me. But Different. It's kind of <laughs> yeah. back to, reverting back to tight. But no, the, the, the week itself, the tournaments, the, the the atmosphere is good. It's, um, you know, people that have played the game for a long, long time and kind of been there, seen it and done it. So, and, you know, this is an olive branch, you know, for guys over 50 to still be competitive and playing. Mm. And I think that kind of reflects in in the interaction throughout the week and, and what's going on. Um, and it, it should be a great few days. Um, you know, it's going to be a good test of golf. Um, you know, it's best to make Declan Barnick in design. And they are, as you know, they know a lot about the game, so it'll be a stern test and really looking forward to it. Yeah, and you're right. When it comes down to Sunday, no matter what you say about it, certainly the pressure is on when you're going down those final nine and you're in contention. While you're with me, I can't allow the opportunity to go uh, without mentioning what's happened in golf in a world context this week with the breakaway Live, the PGA Tour in America and the DP World Tour in Europe. All now, all won. Were you surprised at the uh, speed at which this happened and that nobody really knew? Yeah, I was shocked. Um, you know, in today's environment, it's amazing to be able to keep something under wraps, like especially something of that magnitude. You know, for kind of, you know, up to this point, swore enemies being uh, getting into bed together is, is bizarre. But um, I... <sighs> I, I, I'm not really sure how to take it because obviously there's the the backdrop of, you know, the the Saudi thing and sports washing and all that kind of stuff. Unfortunately, that will die down and they'll just get on with it. And they're going to be playing, you know, for vast sums of money and 
you know, it's an unbelievable time for those guys to be professional golfers on, on those tours. I think it's going to be a windfall for a lot of guys. But how it all plays out is yet to be determined. I think they released it when they did because, you know, I think it was going to break. So they wanted to break it before anything happened. But we haven't really got finer details on exactly how it's all going to shake down. But it was certainly fa- fascinating news this week and it caught everybody off guard, really. I don't think anyone could have a definitive opinion on where it's actually going to go. But with the financial power that the Saudis have, I think it's a bonanza time to be a professional golfer. There has to be, though, an element of... Well, we heard Rory, what he had to say at this press conference in Canada, but guys must be sore who stuck with the PGA and said, no, we're not going anywhere. There's a lot of work to be done there, I'm sure, to settle things down, even on a personal level, between those fellas. There is, but, you know, I guess in life you can only really ever, you know, look at what's in front of you. You know, looking back is Mm. not going to get anybody anywhere. And the reality is the tour they're going to play on, whether they, you know, didn't take the money, that that's all in the past. You can't control that, I think. Mm. You know, there was a couple of guys who would be periphery players, you know, coming out and voicing, you know, fairly stern opinions, which, you know, if I was looking after them, I'd be, just get your head down and, and, you know, there's going to be a ridiculous pot of money to play for. So um, get out in that range and get practicing rather than, you know, you can't you can't change. You know, there it's understandable guys will be bitter and twisted, but you know, it's a professional career. It's not you know, you have to go earn it anyway. Um mm. and I think it's it's a, it's by I, I never thought the model that they had on the PGA tour with the level of purses was gonna be that sustainable. And seemingly, you know, the Saudis have come in and no doubt they've guaranteed that because this wouldn't have happened other than that. But um, I think you have to look forward in life really looking backwards never gets anywhere That's true it's a done deal now and uh, the players just have to knuckle down as you said before you go US Open next week 15th to the 18th Los Angeles Country Club Kopka in great form he went well at the Masters he won the PGA I'm sure he's going to contend in this one as well fancy anybody there Gary? Uh, yeah I, I, I guess he is the guy to beat you know he's he's proven in the last two majors that um, he's kind of back to where he was, that whole argument about live and not being competitive. I think if you're able to win four majors and you get in contention, as you saw the PGA, you know, he's still, still up, up to the task. You know, from an Irish angle, you know, we're all kind of hoping it'll be Shane, Mr. Shane or Rory. Um, I think Rory looked pretty shook yesterday, really. Um, mm. Whether that's going to inspire him, I hope so. I'd love to see him get another major pretty soon, but. Um, I think Terrell Hatton is a guy trending and he could be one to watch out for next week. I'll keep that in mind. And we'll be watching out for you the following week in Seapoint, I can tell you. Yes, Gary, among a star-studded lineup of professionals and celebrities coming to Seapoint Golf Club, Club for the Legends Tour event 22nd to the 25th of June legendstour.com forward slash tickets for your tickets for, for, for what is going to be a wonderful few days there. Gary, thank you so much and good luck to you in the competition in two weeks time. Pleasure, Jerry. Thank you very much. Take care yourself. Bye. That's uh, former European Tour professional Gary Murphy there looking ahead to that big event coming to County Loud very, very soon. Late lunch, LMFM Radio. Knock, knock. Who's there? That's how it works. It's called comedy. Comedy. Comedy, comedy. Comedy, sir. Comedy. Classic comedy. Classic comedy. On the late lunch. I love comedy.
with the week that's in it, it could only be one for us. Yes, the state exams have started and they're in doing them at the moment as we speak and they will be next week and for some the week beyond too. Yes, Tommy Tiernan. Here he is remembering his secondary his secondary school days in Navan. Secondary school that made you do an entrance exam. Five different classes. I went to St. Patrick's Classical School in Navan. Five different classes. A1. A2. A3, B1, and then the Lord of mercy on the brains of the faithful departed. Not even a fucking vitamin. B2. A1 and A2, they were kind of the same. That's where I was. They were for fellows who were either clever or good looking. <laughs> I'm still hovering between the two. Haven't made me mind up yet. We studied stuff like art, drama, and music. A3. That was for kids who had the art bet out of them. <laughs> Clever but no flair. Kids who were going to go into business. Business. <laughs> they studied stuff like accountancy, commerce. Business organization. <laughs> and they called it Bizarre. <laughs> and you're going to Bizarre. Klingons with school bags. Bizarre. <laughs> Their part of the school had no windows, just photographs of money from all over the world. <laughs> B1 and B2. Those fuckers were only in school because that's where the bus stopped. <laughs> the doors had opened. Come on, we're going here for a while. <laughs> Big, thick, agricultural heads like handball alleys. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't come to school to learn anything. Their heads were packed already. What's that? What's that? You'd like to teach me. <laughs> I'd like to see you play. <laughs> Didn't give a rat's arse about exams. We'd be in A1 trying to unravel Hamlet, Macbeth, Jude the Obscure. Compared the works of Thomas Hardy to that other great 18th century novelist, George Eliot. They're both dead. <laughs> Haven't done much lately. Question two. What did Shakespeare mean when he said, to wit, to why, to hoodle, to him, to ho, de ho, de ho? I don't know. Why didn't he just say what he meant? <laughs> Question three. Discuss the use of religious imagery in the poetry of Gerard Manley Hopkins. With who? Oh, the simply brilliant Tommy Tiernan <laughs> with the wig that's in it for the exams. Ah, oh, he's something else. Well done, Tommy. Yes, a caustic look at education. School time in Navin many moons ago. Apple, a huge press conference. I think a lot of people might have missed it because it was on Bank Holiday Monday here. So it sort of went under the radar. But you don't know we have a bank holiday in this country, do they? Anyway, Apple 
has revealed its augmented reality brand new headset called Vision Pro. And many people are saying that this is as big as the iPhone when it came on stream. And then, of course, we had the iPad and subsequent releases as well. But is it? Well, the man who knows Apple inside out joins us now. He's our IT expert. Declan Bailey from Business Tech Help is on the line. Declan, is it that big? Yes, Jerry. Wow. It definitely is. Is it? Why, Declan? Why is this a game changer? You know, you have to, like, it's like anything nowadays that comes out. You think, oh, yeah, it has a little bit extra, it does this, it does that. Nobody's amazed anymore by technology, if you know what I mean. Mm. You know, even I was just looking at uh, Britain's Got Talent, the magicians. Magicians pull off so much magic. Mm. And people are, oh, yeah, well, what's the next thing? It's, It's incredible what they're showing them. This is the exact same thing. So for argument's sake, let's take 2003, 2004 when you were going around with your Nokia 3310. <laughs> and you could actually text on that phone, which yes. was a huge thing, play games on it. So if you're sitting somewhere with that phone in your hand using it, and a guy sits down beside you and shows you the 2023 iPhone, mm. like that's, that's exactly what I equate this with now. We've a little crystal ball into the future. This is the future. Obviously, you can't buy it now. It's going to come out early next year. But they've shown you through a crystal ball, the future. And this is the future. Now, Declan, I'll have to say to you, it's like putting those big goggles on when you go skiing, if I could make a comparison. Mm -hmm. This Mm -hmm. headset, and it wraps around the Mm -hmm. back, and it has Mm -hmm. everything under the sun in it. Mm. What practically, tell me in a practical sense, what this is going to bring to our lives. Well, you see, you have to look at the headsets that are out there at the moment. Mm. There's any amount of them. And what they do. This thing is... Not that. This is completely different. This is what they're calling spatial computing. So, for argument's sake, with a headset you get from Meta, whatever it might be, with Sony PlayStation, you're playing games through it. There's bits and pieces, but there's really nothing. It does really nothing else. Mm. This thing is a computer on your head. So, for argument's sake, let's say you are working on something now. uh, I'm just trying to think. Video editing. Yeah. And you have a MacBook laptop. Mm. 14, 15, 16 inch, no matter what it is, you put on this headset, you can look at the MacBook and then look up into your room and that screen comes off the MacBook and populates in your room. And then you can make that screen up to 100 foot wide in size <laughs> and walk on the project you're working on. <laughs> so from a 15 inch MacBook, you're now filled your room, your office, wherever you are, with that application. So if you're walking in a video editing application, it's there in front of you, and then you just use the keys on the MacBook or a, 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 a Bluetooth keyboard, and you walk on that project. Then you want to look up something on Safari. You can turn to your right, pull up another window with Safari on it, and Google something. And that window stays there to your left-hand side. You the window straight ahead of you with your video editing suite. It's it's like it would just blow your mind. You cannot do anything like that. Mm. That's 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 like. Do you remember the film uh, Minority Report? Tom Cruise. Yes. And everybody was talking about when he stood up and was swiping his hands, and all these screens were going left and right, and he was pulling stuff up and dragging it down with his hands and touching nothing. But it was all in front of him. Mm. Like when everybody's seen that, saying, "Wow, imagine this is now." This is now a reality with this yeah. uh, this announcement from from Apple. Then come back to what you said there, you know, comparing the Nokia to the Mm. iPhone of today. Mm. Mm. 
what does this mean for iPhone? What does it mean for iPad? What does it mean for MacBook? All that type of stuff. So why I made that comparison is simply because that guy sits down beside you and hands you that iPhone. You can't understand it. You know, you really can't. Jumping from a Nokia to something like that, and he shows you this, that, and you, you just cannot. Un- it'll take photos, 23 megabits. You can send them off, and you just can't understand it. So people can't understand what this headset Well, sure, it's just another headset. Simply because headsets are out there. Mm. And you have to see what this thing can do to understand how it's going to make a difference. So in, like, for argument's sake, if I said to you now, in, let's say, I'll give it two years, in two years' time, if you get on a Ryanair Aer Lingus flight, I would imagine, oh, minimum 25% of people would have this headset on. Really? Yeah. Oh, totally. Absolutely. This is where it's headed? Oh, totally. Yeah. Like this, this changes everything. It, you're never going to dismiss the phone. Mm. That, that's never going to go away because your phone is your phone. Even though you can make FaceTime calls in this thing, but that, it's never going to replace the phone. So even from, you know, I suppose at the end of the day now, people are going to say the battery life. It's two hours battery life. Now, the reason there is a long lead into this is because everybody and their uncle now will be getting involved in making longer batteries for this thing when it does come out. Mm. But you're never going to replace the phone. But the beauty about the Apple ecosystem is this thing just slides in along your phone. So for argument's sake, if you are sitting at home or you're sitting in your car, you're sitting wherever, and you're looking at a YouTube video, you can just engage the headset and then fill your room with the YouTube video. (laughs) It's really like stepping into virtual reality, is it? It it essentially is, and it's very hard to to kind of understand that. You you really have to see it. I have to say that there was, at the um, conference, they had an after show that people could actually use it. Select people could use it. So there's a few influencers out there that are up on YouTube now talking about it. And there's one guy in particular that I would follow, and he's, he's a big Apple man. But for him to use the word magic is extraordinary. Like, like he said, this thing is just, it's like magic. Mm. And that's what it is essentially is like, because if you think that you're sitting in a room, let's say you're going to watch a movie. And remember, you've got obviously two eye pieces in this, if you like. Each one of them is 4K resolution. So as you're looking through this, you've got total 4K. So you're sitting at home, you say, let's watch whatever it might be. You can then fill that room effectively with a massive cinema screen. <laughs> it's, you know, I'm sitting here like and thinking, God almighty, I suppose, you know, it is hard to get your head around it, but you're, 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 you're making points there that I'm, tr- I'm, I'm envisaging, you know, in that room and what mm. you can make that mm. be in your room, which is simply incredible. Do you see just by extension, and I, th- I thought I saw somebody mentioning this somewhere, that perhaps beyond this, you might not need that headset at all. They can do something unbelievable. Yeah, well, I suppose that's the next thing where people were saying, you know, you could actually be sitting in a room and somebody, for the want of a better word, would be teleported beside you. Yeah. So you could kind of see, you remember that flickering kind of image that somebody would be sitting there? Now, I could certainly see that being possible, Mm. simply because, obviously, it's like anything. The technology that's in this headset is cutting-edge technology. Like, it's just out there on the precipice of the very edge. So in a year's time what is going to be available. Mm. But you, you can guarantee this, that year on year, it's going to get stranger and stranger and stranger. Yeah. Because 
it'll just blow your mind. Like I said to you, back in your Nokia 3310, you sitting down, this guy sits beside you with yeah, an iPhone. True. You would think now, obviously, this guy is a Martian, the sun. What is this device? <laughs> because it would just be so outlandish. So what I'd say about the headset is, when it does come out, and somebody has it, definitely get them and use it, because then you'll understand. Then it'll be the aha moment. Yeah, of what it's all about. I'm sure, all about. I'm sure uh, Tim Cook, the CEO, is just over the moon, because it really is, you know... Um, Steve Jobs had the you know the pleasure of introducing the iPhone and all else besides this is was his big moment wasn't it this development is yeah. you know sort of this is his baby it's his baby yeah this yeah, is his baby they've been working on this for four years they've yeah. spent an awful lot of money and for, for them to come out and which which amazes me as well that they've come out this early because it's you know early next year that it'll be in the US but what they've done is they've shown people here it is and now they're going to get developers on board to develop apps for it because at the minute, obviously, it just has the Apple suite of apps. Mm. But what developers will be able to do with this, again, the release, you know, you're going to have another event at the release that will just be totally extraordinary compared to the one that was just given this week mm. because it will be doing so much more because even they actually um, showed Disney uh, CEO come on and showed what Disney can do with it. <laughs> like, it's... You think, how is that even possible? Mm. So we are heading into something incredible that's on the doorstep. 2024, three and a half thousand US dollars. Yeah, I think that's cheap. Do you? Yeah. You have to equate it with, let's say for argument's sake, if you are, and, and everybody is going to have different wants and needs from a device like this. So if I said to you, okay, right, Jerry, I, I had the headset. I'll give it to you for a night. Get the best movie that you ever wanted to see and watch this movie with this headset. You'd be coming to me the next day. Where do I buy it? <laughs> Simply because if you look at it, if you look at any um, TV retailer, 85-inch TV range from 4,000 to 7,000. True. Like this, ask and answer. You buy a 16 inch brand new MacBook Pro with an M2 chip in it now, you're looking at two and a half thousand. So yes. it's not dear. Yeah, when you actually put it like that, I now understand exactly what you're saying. Mm. Wow. Well, what an endorsement from Declan Bailey today. Watch this space. Let's get back to the mundane iOS 17. Aside from this announcement, uh, there's a few changes. Yeah, I'll say the big change that I, at last, is the, I maybe shouldn't say it on the radio, when you command Siri, you have to say the word before Siri. That's going to be gone. Right. So you just say Siri and issue your instructions. That's the big thing for me, the big takeaway from this now. That's, that's huge. Why, why is that huge? Simply because it's more, it's more natural. Mm. The, the other way of saying it just wasn't really natural. Yes, it's yes. More, you know, it's more natural way of, of asking something. Mm. You know, um, yeah, I think that's the big takeaway from it. Now, again, they showed bits and pieces of stuff, but you know, there, there never really seems to be a huge um, standout thing. Yeah, you know, up the uh, maps is much better. Like maps in Ireland now is fantastic. 
um, the integration with Google as well. There's, there's loads of different small little things, but I think the the Siri thing is yeah, it's big. Take away from me. Do you know what I love? The autocorrect, Declan. They've changed the autocorrect. Yes. You know the way. Oh God, that drive drove me mad at times. Yes. It's going to yes. be much, isn't it? Much better under the 17 now. Yeah. Now that's again that's machine learning autocorrect. Yes. So it's not as if magically you're going to start using it and it's going to be everything is going to be right. Mm. It'll take one to two months of you actually using it for it to machine learn the way you you know, use it. Yes. But the big thing about that is, the add-on, is that it will dictate more. So yeah. if you're saying to me, uh, Declan, will, can you be on the show? It'll know from previous texts to me yeah. that you're asking me that, so it will dictate. Yeah, he's going to say that, so that will pop up into your frame. Do you want to say this? Mm. So there's much more, you know, and, but in saying that, you know, people, that freaks people out. Yeah. Because then is the phone listening to me all the time? <laughs> True. You get all this kind of stuff. <laughs> but uh, no, this yeah. is like, as I say, this is the way things are going. You're just going to have to put your hands up and say, okay, right. Mm, the other thing is, uh, when you um, when you call somebody that a picture of you will appear, uh, that's uh, just a, that's another little thing. And yeah, this thing, thing, yeah, gimmicky, and check in, which will tell a friend or family member when you've arrived home. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, now essentially that effectively is there at the moment yeah. with Find My. If you have a family member, let's say you're tracking your child, mm. your teenager, whatever, and they're out for a night, you can geofence them. So if they say to you, I- I'll be down in the Weavers tonight um, and I'm there all night, I'm not going anywhere else. So when they land in the Weavers, you can geofence the Weavers. So if they leave the Weavers, it will alert you to say, well, they've left that location. You know, I I see parents uh, ringing in already looking for that. (laughs) (laughs) What a tool that is! What an and what so I can be at home and I know where they move from. Totally, oh, they totally. I think that's going to be a goer for sure. Yeah, you can ring them and say, "Why are you doing the reds?" (laughs) (laughs) And and do they have to have an iPhone and the parent? Is it iPhone to iPhone? Yes. Yeah, it is iPhone to iPhone. And with the privacy thing now, they have to accept all these, you know, that you are going to be tracking them and blah, blah, blah. But when you think of it, like if you had a 12, 13, 14-year-old, you know, fabulous. Because at the end of the day, if something happens, you can track that child. Mm. My God. Absolutely. God almighty. So we're going to places where we've never gone before, as Star Trek said, and we thought beam me up, Mr. Scotty, was far-fetched. Not on your life, listening to Declan Bailey today. Dec, you're great. Thank you so much for joining us. I look forward to the next stage of this, and we'll be on it, of course, when that happens, the actual launch itself. Thank you, Declan. Cheers, Jerry. Take Bye. care of yourself. That's Declan Bailey there. Check him out from businesstechhelp.net. He's a great man with the IT. Anything in that area, he can help you. Late lunch, LMFM Radio. Well, we're not going to virtual reality. We will actually be here until half three. The police and every little thing she does is magic. Thinking about Slain tomorrow, Louise, when they were probably the biggest group in the world, I saw them live in Leakslip in County Kildare. In Leakslip? I thought you were going to say in Slain. No, Leakslip. They did a concert in Leakslip. Um, Paul Young supported them no way. at the time and they pl- and they were just mega. It was jammers. Why Leakslip? What was the... Don't ask me. I think it was at a castle or somewhere there in Leakslip. It'd oh. be the early 80s or whatever. I remember going to see them and they were just massive at the time. Massive, massive, massive. And was he dressed in black and yellow? <laughs> <laughs> Hold on till I see what I'm dressed in today. 
you know that stings trademark wasn't yeah, it yeah it was it was but they those boys were just huge but, but I was just thinking tomorrow you know when you think of Harry Styles he began mm. 2010 when you think of it One Direction 2010 13 years ago ago. yeah and then they went on a hiatus 2016 and he went solo first single released 2017 and look where he's gone to now since but it's feather boas yes it's right 80,000 sell out tomorrow uh, at Slane Uh, have you a poncho I heard Michael Garland on with the weather woman there uh, saying she should bring a poncho with you if you're going to Slane to keep you dry there could be passing showers you're not going are you no so you don't need the poncho tomorrow have you got a poncho I have a poncho, but it's a different poncho than the one you're talking about. You have... I have a, like a, a knitted poncho. Ah, yes. It's not for me. My daughter had it and I think it was my sister's. Mexican. Like a Mexican one, yeah. Yeah, Mexican poncho. Well, we have the waterproof ones. You know, the ones yeah. that go over you with the little hood in them. Yeah, yeah. And we only use yeah, them so cute. once. Do you know where we bought them? <laughs> Imagine you going around your little poncho. Yes, what colour is it? A little plastic poncho, blue. Oh. Blue plastic. They were blue or yellow. You had a choice in Disney in Florida. I still have it from there. Well, I think it could be stuffed somewhere. We bought four of them when we were in Disney in Florida many moons ago because you know the way it was May time we were out there and you could get a shower out of the blue and be drowned and then it suddenly it would dry up and be just beautiful within half an hour. But you had to have the old poncho to put on you or you'd be wet to your new know what (laughs) if you hadn't got your plastic poncho on you. So we have them. I think they're stuffed somewhere anyway. They're a handy thing. You know, they roll up small and you can throw them on you and they'll keep you dry. And the kids one's got like a beak that Donald Duck or the yellow one. Oh, I think they were just basic with the hood that they just yeah. do the do the business. They weren't imagine they weren't even trademarked with well now hold on a minute. They could have something Disney on them now mm. that you say it. I can't just rightly remember. But that we bought them and used them once and we have said was that a good investment? <laughs> <laughs> They've never been used since. Going cheap for slain tomorrow. Of your time, yes, over there, over there is right. a memento. Yeah, and anyway, they're they're recommending you bring something with you tomorrow uh, in half case. The fun is getting wet. And is it? Is it? Yeah. That's your not? experience. No, actually, during times I went to Slane, it was beautiful weather. Well, well, no, there's the question. How many mm-hmm. times? How many Slane concerts did you go to? I only went to one. To who? You two. Oh, did you? Yeah. Oh, marvelous! What a show! I was at two. Were you? I was at the very first one. Very first. When Thin Lizzy. Right. Well, the headline act supported by supported by fellas called you too. You yeah. know that you know. Did you ever hear were. them? Did you ever hear them mm. in your life? And I was just looking the other night. It was a great documentary in RT One about concerts of yesteryear, and Slane was one of them featured. Henry was on too, uh, and uh, talking about Slane. Do you know how many was at the first Slane concert? Eighteen thousand. Eighteen. Eighteen. Oh. One eight. Right. Was the first one, so it was with Lizzie. As I was back when Brian Adams was there. Probably a strange choice for Slane as well, mm, Brian strange Adams. Strange choice for you. Oh, I love Brian Adams. Yeah. Oh, mm. Brian Adams is one of my my heroes. Yeah, Brian Adams. I went back to see him, but uh, not many of the others. So there you go. So tomorrow's going to be a new experience, I'm sure, for an awful lot of people going to Slane. I'd say it'll be, I'd imagine it'd be a much younger crowd. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, they say there'll be a lot of mummies or daddies there bringing... Their kids? Yeah, they're ringing Declan Bailey at the minute looking if they're going on their own for that set up with the iPhone to make sure they can't leave the slain area. Do you know what? I'd say some mammies wouldn't like that because that goes the other way and the kids could track them. They could. They could indeed. No it hiding is. there. It's a two-way street, is right. It certainly is. Anyway, up next on the show, uh, 
A group of primary schools in County Meath have come together to record a Harry Styles song. We're going to hear about it next. Slane is the place to be tomorrow. If you haven't got a ticket, well, you're in bother. 80,000 sellout it is. But with the concert in mind, I absolutely love this. The students from Slane, Stackallen and Wilkinstown National Schools have come together under a project called Creative Clusters to record a Harry Styles song. To tell me more, Kevin Fagan is a teacher at Slane School and he's the man who's brought this all together. Afternoon, Kevin. Hey, how are you, Jerry? You well? I'm good. Thanks for joining me on the show. What is Creative Clusters in a primary school context, please? Uh, so it's relatively new. Um, it's an initiative uh, that was kind of set up with the name of getting... Uh, Schools that are like within a kind of geographically close to each other, um, to work together on something creative because you can kind of get lost in your own world working away with your own school. So it's just kind of a, a way to get schools to work together on something creative. And the theme was wellness. So I take it that tied in with the song that was chosen. Yeah, that's exactly it. Yeah. So when we met, um, when the three of us uh, met from the three different schools uh, at the start of the year. We kind of were coming up with ideas of what we might like to do, and maybe what, it, and then the theme of well-being kind of came up as a, an important one to all three schools. So we were like, well, why don't we go with that? And uh, we were all doing small projects within the school, like art-based projects or filmmaking stuff. Um, so uh, I had this kind of an idea. I knew Harry was coming, obviously, and I kind of had the idea to document all we had done by putting it into like a music video and then record the music video as well with the three schools and and singing and music and stuff. Mm, well done to you. I really love this. I, I, I do indeed. And of course, you are a musician as well as being a teacher there. You're actually appearing in Trim, aren't you, next Friday? Yeah, yeah. It's, um, it's in association with the, the fundraising for the Ukraine yes. uh, with, with Big Generator. Um, so that's next Friday in Trim. Yeah, we were talking about it yesterday here on the show and uh, your your name came up in conversation (laughs) yesterday. So you've made it two days in a row onto the late lunch. Well done to you, Kevin. (laughs) And listen, tell me, I know you have some of the students and I'm going to have a quick word to reach them in a minute. How did you decide on who would, you know, sing the song? Were they all involved, everybody from each of the schools or what happened there? Yeah, so myself, it was myself and um, Rebecca from Stigallon and Juliana from Wilkinstown who were kind of um, orchestrating it. So we kind of had put it out to the kids in each of the schools to uh, uh, to kind of, who would want to volunteer to mm. sing, who might volunteer to play an instrument or something like that. Yeah. Um, so then we organised one day where we did a kind of, a, a, got all the recording, it was a busy day, and but that's what we filmed, we did the full day of filming and stuff. Um, and... Uh, Kind of got people who are willing to sing, go for it, uh, to to record as much as we can, and then just when there's editing it together, just pick a, a line here, a line there, that way, just try and uh, share it among the three schools, you know. Yeah, we'd start with Sive. Is she there? There'll be Sive. I know you four of them there to represent the group. Sive, would you put me on the Sive a second, please? Hi. Hi, Sive. How are you? I'm grand. How about you? I'm really good today. Thank you so much for asking. What school do you go to? I go to Stack Allen National School. And uh, you're in what year there? I'm in sixth class. Sixth class, sorry, I beg your pardon. You're in sixth class there, the final class you'll be moving on. Um, what do you do? Do you sing or do you play an instrument? Um, I sing. 
Oh, good woman yourself. And tell me this, Mr. Harry Styles, would you be a fan of his? A big fan of Harry. Oh, are you? And yeah. are you going tomorrow? Yes, I am. Oh, good on you. I'm so jealous. I am so jealous you're going. I can't get a ticket. And who's going with you? Um, my cousin, Kiva, and my sister, Ava. <gasps> Fantastic. So you're just the three and no, nobody looking after you. You're minding yourselves, are you, tomorrow? Yeah, we are. Good on you. Well, look, at if you're a Styles fan, I have to ask you, I'm looking at all his songs and the hits he had. If I was to say to you, you know, I know what you've recorded and we're going to hear it in a few moments. What's your favourite Harry Styles song? Oh, I do love Adore You, but I also like Sign of the Times. Do you? Good on you. Oh, it's a very good song. It's one of his early ones in 2017 as well. Will you go mad tomorrow when he comes out on the stage? I'll go absolutely crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know what? That's the way to do it. You have to get right into it. Is this the first big, big concert you've ever gone to? Um, Well, no. I went to go and see Ariana Grande, but um, this is like a big deal. So Yeah. 80,000. Yeah. And you dro- you you know Slain well you drive by the castle I'm sure many times there as well. Have you ever yeah. been in, have you ever been in the castle for anything else or the grounds of the castle? Yeah, I have been in the castle before like oh. for Christmas. Good on you. So you're familiar with the territory as well. Oh, will you see it tomorrow with the stage up and the whole place packed with people and everybody oh just going mad as you said yourself. Just a little advice. I'm getting serious here. Bring something to keep you dry, won't you? Yeah, definitely. Just, just do. Uh, maybe you don't mind. Maybe you just you'll get soaked and that's part and parcel. Of it. Would, would that be all right too? Yeah, well, if I get to see Harry, I don't mind. Like, <laughs> you Don't mind what happens at all. Listen, you're fantastic. Have a great day tomorrow. Emily's next. Will you pop the phone on yeah, to Emily there? Emily on. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Bye. Hello. Emily, hello. How Hi. are you? Are you good today? Yeah. I'll ask you. Tell me, what was Sive's surname? I forgot to ask her. What's her full name? Sive Reed. Ah, oh, Sive Reed. Great. That was Sive Reed we were talking to there a moment ago. And you are Emily who? Emily Stanley. Good woman, Emily Stanley. Good to talk to you today on the radio. Um, well, you're talking to me, and it's probably a stupid question to ask you too. Do you love Harry? Um, yeah. Oh, you do. And have you a song of his that would be your preferred? Um, not not really. I kind of I kind of like all of them. Good. So you don't rate any above the others. You like all of them. Have you a ticket tomorrow? Are you going? Uh, yeah, I'm going. Oh, wow. And who's who's going along with you? Um, my mum and my sister. Good stuff. And is your mammy a fan too? Uh, yeah, she's been listening to him since she got tickets. Oh, there you go. Looking forward to it. Will you sleep tonight or will you be too excited? Um, I'll probably sleep because I'm quite tired. Ah, good. Yeah, get a good night's rest because it's going to be a long and it's going to be a packed day tomorrow for sure. Now, come back to this wonderful Harry Styles song that you've recorded. What part did you play? Um, I played the keyboard. Oh, do you? Oh, go- yeah. good. And were there a number of keyboard players or were you the only one? Um, it was just me. Just you? So when we hear this and we hear the tinkling of the ivories, that is you, Emily Stanley. Yeah. Good on you. Well, listen, enjoy tomorrow. Well done with the recording. Will you put Katie on to me, please? Yeah, thank you. Thanks a million. Hello? Hi, Katie. Katie who? What's what's your surname? Meehan. 
Ah, good to talk to you today, Katie. Um, what about you and this song? What What did you do? Did you sing or did you play or what? Uh, I sang. You sang. Good on you. And did it take a lot of practice to get this right for the final recording? Uh, a bit, yeah. It took a bit of time, did it, to get get your 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 grasp of it or whatever. How many roughly were in the whole group? Can you tell me? Uh, I'm not sure, but I think there's around like like around like a hundred, maybe. What's that? Oh my word, isn't that fantastic? What a great group you were part of there. And your role, singing or playing? Sorry, what? Did you sing or play? I sang. You sang, good. I might have said that to you before. You were a singer on it. Um, Tomorrow and Harry Styles, are you getting, Have you any? will you be up early? What's the plans for tomorrow? Uh, I'm going to it. I yeah. Yeah, good on you. Well, listen, have a great day with your mum and sister and enjoy. Okay, thank you. Last one. Is it Lise that's there waiting for me? Yeah. Put her on to me. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Hi. Hi. Is it Lise I pronounce it? Is that the way you pronounce your name? Yeah. And your second name is what? Donahue. Oh, good on you. Anyway... Four of you there representing all these people today. What about tomorrow? They're all going. Have you tickets? I do, yeah. Oh, God, you tickets too. And who are you going with? I'm going with Katie, who's just gone to you there, and my other friend and my mum. Oh, great. So they have a, a nice little group there together. Uh, will, you, will you dress in any particular way tomorrow? What will you be wearing? Are you wearing anything new for the concert? No, I'm wearing probably my favourite T-shirt and a pair of jeans. That's very important. The favourite one is very important. It really, really is. In the group, come back to your group that recorded this Harry Styles song. What did you do? I'm singing. Oh, good. God, they're all great singers out that way in Stack Allen, Slane and Wilkinstown, I have to say. Did it take you long to learn the song or did you know it off by heart anyway if you're a Harry Styles fan? Um, I wasn't one of the songs that I knew... But um, I learned it pretty quickly. Great. He has a great range of songs, hasn't he? He does, yeah. What one would you be disappointed if he didn't sing tomorrow? Probably As It Was or Watermelon Sugar. Oh, yeah. Lemon, Watermelon Sugar is fantastic. I love that one too. So he's going to do all them. You know that, isn't he? Yeah. Have you your scream ready? Um, what's out from here? <laughs> yeah, it's important to scream when he comes on the stage. Anyway, well done to you with the song. Have a great day in Slane tomorrow, won't you? Yeah, thank you. Can I talk to your teacher again just before we finish, please? Yeah. Thank you. Hello. Kevin, I can just get the decibel level. There's only four of them there, but imagine 80,000 people tomorrow. It's going to be something else when he comes out on the stage. I know it'd be great. Yeah, no, it's gonna. I said they're all they're all buzzing, all very excited. Yeah, um, we uh, we got an exciting phone call there um, earlier on as well, just from uh, a, a production. Well, the, the ones that are traveling with him filming it. Yeah, and um, that might want to possibly uh, meet some of the kids at it. Fantastic um, kids that are going. So I don't know the full ins and outs of it yet. Yeah, but, um, like we're gonna. 
keep my fingers crossed. You never know, they might see me yet. Yeah, they've heard about you, you see. This is fantastic. And the idea of this is, is to record it as part of the Creative Clusters programme involving the three schools and focusing on wellness. That's the whole thought process behind it. That was it, yeah, yeah. And uh, they, were all, they were all into it, all gave it their all. They were great. And uh, it was nice to have something to work on together yeah. for a change. It was just kind of... Uh, yeah, something you don't do every day. No, indeed you don't. Well, let's hear what it's all about now. You have recorded a version of the Harry Styles song that we're going to hear right now on Late Lunch. It's called Treat People With Kindness. Thank you so much. Good luck to Thanks you all. Much. Thanks, Kevin. I'd have bet Usain Bolt, wouldn't I, there a moment ago? You what would. a bolt I had to do. I thought I was on the break. Actually, you're nearly going home. I thought it was three o'clock. I think that poncho was affecting your brain. <laughs> what one did you have again? The yellow one or the blue one? I think I had the yellow. I loved the picture in the yellow. I really, I, I really did. Have you a, have you a favourite? As long as you didn't say Trump, I, I'll take any other Donald, but not. Um, <laughs> Harry Styles. Um, have, you, have, you, have you a Harry song you like? A Harry Styles song? No, I like it. As I Was, I suppose. Oh, that's two of a snap. Mm. That's my favourite Harry Styles song, as it was. It's just brilliant. Only out last year. It was a mega hit from all over the place. But uh, anyway, enjoy. Be safe in Slane tomorrow. Have a great day. And I'll do it. I'll do a dance tonight in the hope that the rain will stay away for everybody. I just hope it stays dry. You know, it would be a great day. For the kids, yeah. Yeah, we don't need any blinking rain at all. Come on, come on. Let's have the clouds blow away for tomorrow and no rain for slaves. It will tomorrow. be as it was. Well. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> that is Very philosophical so yeah, but I think you're right what you said earlier it won't matter one way nope. or the other what happens tomorrow whatever the weather brings it brings that's the way it, it is memories yes and people will just look back and, and remember it because as I said to one of the wee girls there um, first time going to a major concert like 80,000 people it is a huge event coming up after three on late lunch we've sport with David Sheehan and I round off my top five countdown from this week in 1987 news, news weather and sport and the way it is the poncho let's listen for the last time today to our TV theme. Tea Time, Channel 4, Hollyoaks, I was looking for. Thank you to everybody who was in touch with us. Shirley Mooney, you're the winner today and we have your gift on the way in the post as I speak. Well done to you and thanks to everybody who entered. And I was also giving away today a pair of season tickets for the Legends Golf. We're talking to Gary Murphy, top of the show. If you want to book tickets, legendstour.com forward slash tickets, 22nd to the 25th of June at the wonderful Sea Point Golf Course. I was looking for the name of the man who won the British Open of the Open Championship last year, and that was Cameron Smith. Dennis Brennan, those pair of tickets for the uh, four days there are yours. Well done to you. Now, we'll do this. Five, four, three, two, one. Counting down the top five songs from this week of yesteryear. And today it's... Yes, the number one from this very week in 1987. And when you think about it, when this song came out, the critics did not like it one bit. In fact, they dissed the song. How wrong can critics be? Oh, I can tell you, they can be really, really wrong. Because this would be Whitney Houston's fourth number one, which went on to sell six million copies. Yes, it's the Queen with I Wanna Dance. Oh my God, I'm nearly out of breath here in the studio. I simply adore that song. Number one from this very week in 1987 in our top five countdown on your late launch. Simply magical. The brilliant Whitney Houston. Final break this Friday afternoon on the way. And afterwards, we're looking ahead to the weekend in sport with David Sheehan. Listen to this. My name is Alan Hussey. I'm from Kentstown in County Mead and I live in Canada. And I've just been listening to yourself, Louise and Jerry, talking about Harry Styles. It's morning time here. Just to let you know, my daughter Hannah just had our prom here in Toronto, Canada last night. And she's getting on a plane today to fly to Ireland for the concert tomorrow. She can't wait. Fantastic. I hope she has a great time, Alan, and she really does enjoy it. Well done, Hannah. Coming from Canada to see Harry Styles in Slane tomorrow. Thanks so much for getting in touch with us on the show today. Do appreciate it. Have a great time, Hannah. Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. David Sheehan's waiting for me patiently. Afternoon, David. Playing second fiddle to Harry Styles. Uh, So so we all are. We all are this weekend, David. Look at it. He'll be gone and we'll be here. (laughs) 
<laughs> next week and the week after that for sure anyway not nothing to talk about really on the GAA front today so let's talk soccer uh, League of Ireland tonight before the two week break Drogheda United at home to St Pat's oh what form Pat's have found since they appointed their new manager and conversely Drogheda dropping into the uh, bottom two David it's a tough one for the Drogs yeah, St. Pat's absolutely flying at the moment. It's incredible, really. They've won six out of seven since John Daly took over, and the only game that they lost was against Shamrock Rovers, and that was a 3-2 defeat, so it wasn't like they got hammered there. Um, remarkable run of forms, Ron. You look, but I was just doing some prep for the game later on, and you look through their squad of players. There's some really good quality players in there. Chris Forrester, I think he's nine goals already this season. Absolutely incredible uh, form he's in. So, yeah, they've a, they've a really good squad of players there. They're, they have a couple of key injuries at the back. Tom Gravosti is out, and with an ACL and Joe Redmond pulled his hamstring like did a really bad uh, pull on his hamstring and um, had to have an operation on it that happened in the game against Drogheda at Weavers Park earlier in the season so a couple of key players out defensively but they have a bit of cover there and they've been you know they have been able to absorb those losses Drogheda as you said losing their last two lost to Cork last week a really soft goal they conceded in that game it was a nothing game really should have ended nil-nil then lost on Monday against Shells had gone ahead, went in, went in at half time, one 0 up. Damien Duff made a few changes, and and shells came out in the second half, and again capitalising some some poor enough defending from Drogheda. They would have been disappointed not to come away from something, uh, come, come away from that game with something. So yeah, it's a big one for them tonight. They've an awful record against Pats as well of late. They've only won one of their last ten against St Pats, so they're really up against the Drogheda. The, I suppose the notable change you would have seen Jerry was Andrew Wogan starting in goals on Monday night, making his debut. I'd expect him to start again tonight. So going to be a tough one for them Pats in such good form um, and I, you'd have to fancy Pats really to win that game Dundalk travelled to Cork another form team Cork suddenly Liam Buckley's on the bench he knows what it's all about in the League of Ireland they'll be fine Dundalk went down there earlier I think and lost as well mm. uh, big, big ask for Dundalk even though they have a 4-1 win over a UCD under the belt yeah, I mean, everyone would have expected them to beat UCD and Pat Hooban ba- breaking or equaling rather the uh, the goal record against against UCD as well so you know, Cork in a great run of form. Um, beat Drogheda last Friday, as we said. They've won four in a row. Um, and Richie Holland, I spoke to him before the, the Drogheda game, sort of uh, just before we started recording. And I, he had said that he didn't want the, the job full time, that he was happy with the assistant role. But I think he was only really saying that because he, he doesn't have the badges and he felt like he couldn't actually put his name out into the into the public arena. So they've sort of settled on that. I think I saw them settling on that management structure with Buckley involved and, and Richie Holland, who seems like a really good guy. And he's got the motoring. So four wins in a row there for them. Um, and they're going really well as you said they beat Dundalk down in Turners Cross earlier this season and Dundalk like they beat UCD last week that game probably came around for them just at the right time because um, that's the only win they've had in their last five they hadn't won any of their previous four games before last weekend so they're under a little bit of pressure in terms of putting a performance in sixth in the table I think at the minute too so I, I would fancy Cork to win that one they're at home their tails are up um, and I'm going to give Cork the nod to get a second win home win of the season against Dundalk tonight Looks like it's going to be a miserable night in the North East but do make sure and join the boys the match is both online this evening on the LMFM app or lmfm.ie Now Man City they have two in the bag they have the bag open to drop the third cup in there and Pep to carry it on his back back to Manchester. They face Inter Milan tomorrow in the Champions League final. A no-brainer? Well, he's going to need a big bag to put that Champions League trophy into, <laughs> yes. that's for sure. Um, yeah, it's... it's look, at I've been, I've been reading um, various pieces this week which are trying to make a, a case for Inter Milan, you know, dragging up examples of where Manchester City have faced... Uh, two two strikers in in a game or where they've come up against three centre-backs and how they haven't done well against that particular formation. But I think everyone's touching at straws a little bit. I mean, 
you'd have to say, Jerry, like, okay, anything can happen in football. We know that. And Inter Milan are obviously a reasonably good team or a very good team if they made it through to the final. But it's it's really hard to 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 really make a convincing case for Inter Milan to win that game. You'd have to fancy City unless something bad, you know, someone gets injured, Leon Callan gets injured or there's a mistake from a goalkeeper or something like that. But, you know, all things being equal, you'd have to fancy City to win that. And I'm just hoping it's a competitive game. I'd be a little bit worried that City might fly out of the traps, score early, and then it'd be a bit of a procession after that. So I think everybody wants to see a competitive game. Um, so I'm hoping that's what we get. But it's really hard to, to see anything other than the Manchester City win and the treble and a lot of tears uh, around Old Trafford and around the world for Manchester United supporters. <laughs> I'm going to invoke the gods because, you see, I'm looking at a little stat here that people may not have seen because, you see, Roma lost the Europa League final in Italian side. Fiorentina mm-hmm. lost the conference final to West Ham on Wednesday. Another Italian side mm. will interbook the trend. I'll just leave you with that thought. I'm not even going to go there. It's only touching yeah. that straws. But anyway. I think it, it, it you remind me a bit of my mother years ago going to see Mead matches. And the, the, mine, the minors will be, will be the first game on. And if the Mead, if the Mead minors won, my mother was freaking out. She's like, we're not going to win the two games. And I'm like, one, one, one doesn't have any impact on the other. Don't worry about that. Uh, anyway, we'll see what happens tomorrow evening. Just a word on the GAA front before you go, because Davy Nelson quitting as a Mead ladies manager this week um, were you surprised and uh, news today that Jenny Rispin will fill the void between now and the end of the season yeah Jenny Rispin we're losing our co-commentator there for a yeah. start so we're going to have to find somebody else to fill in yeah I think I was a bit surprised uh, there was kind of rumblings yet last Sunday afternoon when we were on air that, that Davey Nelson might be departing and then it broke on Sunday night and him and his whole management team departed but the, the, but then I'm looking at Fergal Lynch today from the Mead Chronicle who would be well informed on this and he says that Mark Brennan is going to be back in with them and he would have been part of this, the setup last year as well in the last few years but he was part of David Nelson's management team and they all left on block last week according to the Mead, the Mead ladies football statement that was put out on Sunday night so from reading Fergal on Twitter today who as I say he would be in the know he believes that Mark Brennan is going to be back in uh, with, the, with the new management team with Jenny Rispin as interim manager and he also suggests that Eugene Ivers and Paul Garrigan who were of course both involved for the last few years as well and then went in with Colin O'Rourke and the men he believes that they might be helping out a little bit as well so it's look at it's it's really bad timing from Mead's point of view the championship game against Waterford is a couple of weeks away now they're, they're out on the 25th in that one so I think the appointment of Jenny Rispin is a smart one because they had to get somebody in there who knew the players and who was familiar with the system. There was a bit of talk about Eamon Murray maybe coming back in. I don't think that was really ever good likely to happen. So they had to get somebody in there who knew the players, knew the setup. And I think Jenny will be very familiar with them. She's been involved there for, you know, on and off for a few years. So she's a good kind of safe pair of hands to get in there and try and get things moving. Because, look, they have the quality players there, but for some reason it just wasn't happening for them. And, uh, like, I suppose there's a bit of pressure on the players now to produce because the management team that was there is gone. And... The, the, the new ones that have come in are, are going to have to try and pick things up. So I think the players are going to have to kind of deliver now as well. They, they, might, they might be feeling a little bit of pressure with David Nelson gone that they'll, they're going to have to go, right, OK, we need to we need to show that, that we can perform at, at this level and get back to where we were. But it's not ideal change for the manager in the middle of any season. And I do feel for Davey a little bit because he's, mm. he's a very dignified, he's a really dignified guy. And if he felt like he wasn't, he wasn't wanted for whatever reason, he wasn't going to hang around. He would. He was going to walk away. So, whatever has happened there, I'm not sure exactly. But it's not great for for the ladies. But hopefully, Jenny can come in, steady the ship. If the guys are back in, helping out again, they can get a little bit of stability in there and, and kick on because the talent is there for sure. You know, you're sounding like your mother, hoping for the bounce. There you go, <laughs> David. Thanks again for joining me there on the show today. Appreciate it.
Thanks, Jerry. Take care. Our own David Sheehan there looking ahead to the weekend in sport. That's it for another week on Late Lunch. Thanks to all our guests who joined us during the week. To you, our listeners who are with us every day, we appreciate your company. And to my producer, Louise Walsh, couldn't do it without her. Thanks a million, Louise. That's it for another week. Eddie Caffrey's on his way with the drive here on LMFM Radio. Have a lovely weekend and we'll see you on Monday at 1.30, please, God. The Late Lunch, brought to you by Blackstone Motors, Drogheda, Dundalk and Cavan. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theatres, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.